Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy DJ Billy A. And at this point, you know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity podcast. And across from me is my man, 50 grand, posted up in front of his microphone stand. Why don't you lean in, homeboy, and tell him who you am, my friend. What up, Bill? It's your boy, Savage. All the girls know how I be ravaging them Woo. booties. Them, oh, sorry. <laughs> Freestyle, straight from the dome. Uh, What's going on? It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. uh, Let me see here. Let's get funky and let's go. uh, Let's go classic, a.k.a. the hip hop Mandalorian. Yes, sir. This is the way. It certainly is the way. Yeah. Yeah, man. How you doing, my man? I am doing well. My my ace boom coom. Yes, sir. My right hand man, my can of spam. (laughs) You were trying to start a mini cypher off of that beat. I was like, oh shit, I'm not ready. I was about to grab the pad and pen and start putting in work real quick. Hey, told you, man. Like, hey, you, you like... You're like, man, I I kind of lost my freestyle there, and he had a word. Like every yeah. time you do that, like I can do that, like yes. quickly. I know you can. Like that, like like you, I like to give me a word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And long as you're not like orangutan, I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, what an asshole. Call Chris Calico. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a song called Orangutan. Yeah. Doesn't he? he does. Yeah. That's hey, went to the zoo. Yeah. So I could see the orangutan. Yeah. Hopped in the Batmobile, hit him with the barang, batarang. Yeah, yeah, it was the batarang. Yeah, Batman had all kinds of swag named after himself. <laughs> like, yeah, when you got that kind of money, you can make things named after yourself. Yeah, that's what's up. I'm tired of watching Billy Owens playing basketball. Clang, clang, clang. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, man, no. I, I, it, Last it, book I remembered, I freaking read was White Fang. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I think I read that in school. I, too. I literally that might be one of the last yeah, books yeah, I yeah. ever read, like fully read. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm not much of a reader. Or myself. the uh, uh, was the uh, uh, Tuck Everlasting. I didn't read that one. I was uh, uh, I, every book I and I'm sure I read a book at some point, like as an adult or yeah, like 
for my own entertainment. Uh-huh. I and if I did, it was probably like a documentary, not a documentary, but like an autobiography yeah. of a baseball player or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. I I did read the David Wells book once. Okay. And I read a book about Willie Mays. Okay. But like, I never read like a book about. Um, like a story, like a okay. you know, since yeah, school yeah. that I didn't have to read. Sure, um, I'm trying to think. Let's Which see. is crazy to me because people like like people read like we watch movies. Oh, 100. percent My wife reads every night, every night. That's how she, that's what she, that's her routine before she goes to bed. She reads a book, and sometimes she'll be reading a book on the couch while I'm doing other things, and then just carry it on into the bedroom and finish before going to bed. It relaxes her. Puts her at ease, you know. She's not staring at the phone or looking at images that kind of fire up your brain and get you going. It's, it's relaxing. And but yeah, no, I, uh, you're right on the biographies. Like I read the LL Cool J book. I've read the Beastie Boys book. Um, I read Jackie Chan's My Life in Action. Cause I'm a big martial arts guy. Um, probably the only things that were stories that I got sucked into. And I know we've talked about it before. I did read the Harry Potter books. And after reading the first one, I could not put those damn things down, man. Like, I thought that was kid shit. Like, like this is little kid shit. Why are these adults reading this? What's the big deal? And then I read one and went, oh, that's the big deal. I'm hooked. And I couldn't stop. I, I was going to make a joke and be like, oh, you were the one. But like billions of people, are, yeah. millions of people have read it. It's like, I haven't read it. So actually, I'm the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one that did not read. Man, I'm telling you, man, that shit took the world by storm, dude. Like, I, by storm. I'm the kind of guy... I'm the kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> LL. This says pudding is delicious. Yes, he certainly did say that. Um, yeah. I'm the kind of guy that like if something blows up, yeah. Like I'm like I'm not jumping on board. Right, right, right. I'm not like oh man, uh Forrest Gump is the greatest movie I've ever seen. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm like, I mean I've seen it since. Yeah, sure, but, sure. Uh, yeah, like, it, Harry Potter like 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 and then, like also like I like Trends like generational, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a Transformers guy. Sure, right? Pokemon, that's for little kids. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Harry Potter, that's for little kids. And that's what I thought too. Yeah. yeah. And then all these adults at my work were reading it and talking about it, and hyped for the movies. And I'm like, man, that is some little kids. And then there was the whole controversy where. Um, churches and schools were banning it because they thought it had something to do with the occult and would would get kids into witchcraft and so there was that whole hype and then I watched the first movie and was like blown away by the first movie I really enjoyed it so then I went back and said alright let's see what these books are all about and literally they're page turners man I could not put them down dude I, I read all seven there's seven of them and each one progressively gets longer the last one is seven or eight hundred pages long dude i put in work like like literally like hours and hours reading these things but yeah no not much of a reader either per se but uh hey merce how you doing oh sorry quick movement didn't mean to do that scared the dog a bit but she's in here and that's a big deal man since it's been a few weeks so but yeah man no it's good to see you it's good to be back um you know i'm gonna do what am i i was thinking i was thinking and uh, yes, Bill. how long have you and I known each other, man? Close to 30, 30 years? Um, uh, like if I was to really, really break it down. 92, 93, where we really started hanging out. Like when I was a freshman, I would have been what? 91, 92, right. 93, 91, eight, or 90, 91. Yeah. Um, I don't think I knew you. 
I yeah, was pretty. You and I met via Jesse Higgins, and I really started hanging out with Jesse. It was probably my senior year, which was '93. So it's either not. I'm thinking it was like '92, '93. I'd say the probably the '92, '93 year. So so yeah yeah. So let's say '93. So that would mean in 2023 we've known each other for 30 years, which is insane to think. 28 but, years. Yeah. So we're at 28 years right now. So I was thinking. So like, in 2023, you said. 2023 would be 30 years that we've known each other. Or 2022, because it would be the because the school year is 20. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. 2022, so yeah, it would be th would be 30 years. So next year will be our 30 year friend anniversary. Yes, dude. But I was thinking, what's crazy about that is because we should it, have cupcakes. We don't. That, that should just be a Tuesday. Like it don't matter. What, Hello. Yeah, yeah. Always, Sorry. always room for cupcakes. But what I was thinking, how crazy that was, is is because, so I got to know you my senior year. Um, so, and then our actual physical hangout time of being friends, even though we're knocking on 30 years, so 28 years, I'd say the majority of that was via social media. More, more time of us, you and I corresponding back and forth throughout the years over social media than actually physically hanging out. Because, you know, we went to the record stores and we went to some concerts back in the 90s and we worked together at Taco Bell and Perco's for a short time. But then I got married, had kids, went off and did my thing. You went off to uh, here and college and job and... So there was much more several ladies. Yes, man. Hey, that's a whole nother podcast. We could start a side podcast for that. Like, I, I mean, as the savage turns, I, man. I, I mean, <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> Yeah, several. I, I've been known to spend some time with a lady that I met down at the Regal Beagle. <laughs> the Regal Beagle. Nice pull, man. <sighs> but yeah, I was thinking, out of those 28 years that we're knocking on right now, or close to 30, that a good majority of that, up until recently, up until you and I reconnected and we started this podcast, I'd probably say tw well over 20 of those years, most of it was spent connecting over social media because you came here and did your thing career school i got married young started immediately having kids you know you came to my wedding we connected for things here and there but there was way more time spent on social media connecting we've been more friends via the social the social internet they facebook than anything else and so that lead me to think is what i thought about was you, you got your new job I did. We got together and we had a party. We did. To celebrate that here at your house, barbecue, close friend. We recorded, had barbecue, close friends. The coldest inspired. Yes. it was, And it was an amazing get together. As I was driving home from that, I thought, you know what? In the whole time I've known Savage, I've never seen you tipsy. Ever. I've never had a drink with you. Ever. It's like, not accurate, but yes. Not accurate. When did I see you tipsy? Like uh, we not, never not, party not tipsy, but we've had a drink together. Oh, okay. Did we have? When did we have a drink? Oh, at a show, maybe uh, a concert. When we went to the concert with Keith, we went oh, to Burgers and Brew. That's right. Did I have a drink? That I had day? a beer. You had some type of pear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're something. right. You're right. That part's not accurate. My bad. So maybe this is our second time having a drink together in like close to thirty years. But I was driving home, going, "Hey, 
in classic 209 till infinity nitpicking style. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on your story. I mean, you're wrong, but go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, you're, you're wrong on like 0.05% of your story, <laughs> but that's the part I'm going to point out. <laughs> yeah, I was driving home from that party going, man, Savage was having a good time. He was feeling it. He was tipsy. And then I started thinking, I've never seen that. And uh, I was like, why have I never seen that? Why have I not? That might be the first, like, because you and I, we went to record stores. We've been to Kings games. We've been to concerts. But that might be the first barbecue slash party in all the years we've known each other. Like, I was driving home going, I don't think I've ever partied with Savage. Like, and I had a drink. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have had now, I have had White Claws. I've had the seltzers, the Budweiser seltzers. I think true those Trulies whoop all their ass. I am now a Truly fan. Truly are really good. Those man. were delicious. I don't know if there's more sugar. I don't know what it is, but I'm a fan. But yeah, do you, do you remember which one you had? If it was like the I had the, some the punch style. I had some. It was some kind of an assorted berry. Like it was really good. Like it was delicious. I didn't get the punch. It was some type of berry that was phenomenal, dude. But I thought about that. I'm like. I cracked open and I had a drink with Savage at a barbecue at a party and watched Savage get lit and start having a good time and we're laughing and we're just, we're playing games. And I was like, I don't think since I've known the dude that I've ever done that. And that's crazy, dude. Crazy to think. Uh, so let me just say, so we definitely weren't drinking back in the day no no this wasn't our style even, we weren't those guys even after high school yeah not I, i've well, never so, been so a i was drinker. i was trying as you're telling the story and breaking down i'm thinking in my head so 92 93 was when i would say that i probably first met you yes and started hanging out right i didn't leave till 96 okay so 92 to 93 to halfway through 96 right we did a lot of hanging out. Sure, absolutely. That was when we went to concerts. Concerts. Went to the record store. Record store. Worked video together. Video games yeah. at Jesse's. Worked together at Work together. Yeah. Hanging out. Taco Bell. Playing basketball. Yeah. Mike Ship, Josh Arevalo. We yeah. had a group of people. We played at Ione Junior High on yeah, like yeah. when they have open gym. Yes. Like we spent a lot of time together. So 96, and that makes sense. You left for college. I got married in 90. I left I August. I, I moved to uh, Modesto August 1st, 1st, 1996. Okay, and I got married in October of 96. That night, there was a party at my aunt's house that okay. my cousin threw that got out of hand. Uh-huh. The mad cyclone to the oh, point boy. where... Hundreds of people showed up. Oh, shit. Cops came. Oh, shit. It was a thing. Yeah. And uh, we should have Mad Cyclone talk about the 96 party. Yeah. should get him on the line. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then, uh, you know, my aunt and uncle were out of town. And, right. And when something gets that big. Yes. They're going to hear about it. Oh, for sure. In a and small so, town like so, we live in. And then so yeah. when the judge and jury got home. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah. I'm there one day. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, so you I'm were, lumped in. You were the cyclone. Well, I, I yeah. didn't even know anybody. I literally yeah. like. Yeah. But, I, you know, hey, yeah. I took my punishment. Yeah. yeah, didn't, yeah. Ro- didn't roll on anybody. No, no. You know why? Of course not. You know why? You're the man. Because I ain't no fucking rat. That's right. That's right. I ain't no I, That's right. Hey, who threw the party? I don't know what you're talking about. What fucking party? Yeah. <laughs> I heard the police were here. I don't know anything about any police. Yeah. What about this? What happened to this? I don't know. 
Yeah. I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> you asking me a lot of questions I don't know the answer to because I wasn't fucking here. I was at the library. Okay, look. Yeah. First thing I do, I came down 1996, <laughs> August 1st. Hey, how are you doing, Cousin John? I'm going to go in my room and read my Bible. Right. I'm going right. to put my headphones on and just kind of focus, you know what I mean? Because I'm a man of the of the, the cloth, maybe. Yes. I definitely was not out there drinking Coors Lights, throwing stuff over people's fences. I don't know what you see. Now, you got to remember, it's 1996 and not everybody had phones. So, like, that wasn't freaking video. If that Holy party was Lord. now, I'd be in trouble. A hundred people showed up. No, hundreds. Hundreds. Like, wow. it was, maybe I'm wrong, but. No, no. The moment, go, go get the it mat. was a lot. That's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, it was a good. It was insane. Like it was. There was like a party scene. Cause like. So you had to have people showing up. You didn't even know. They just. Heard I, I didn't know anybody. I just moved here. But even Cyclone, I bet oh, there were people that just heard 100%. there was a party. Yeah. No, and that's how. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, one yeah. person tells another person. Another yeah. Person, oh, this is my. I know this people also like people were showing up left and right. Yes. So yeah, that's that makes sense. So, so ninety two to ninety six. Yes. Yeah, you left to go to school. I got married. Start cranking out kids, and pretty much from that point on is when the social media aspect so of the then, friendship would so start. So ninety six until. Maybe 99? Yeah. Was when, like, MySpace kind of popped up? Yeah, and I didn't do MySpace until much later. Right, right. So, so so there yeah. was a gap where we didn't talk. I think I may have seen you, like, I came home and had dinner or lunch, breakfast yeah, with my parents. Run I'd into each other work. or something. Yeah, I the think diner. I saw you yeah. once when Jesse moved to Modesto. Yep, I came down to see Jesse. And, right, because he was living yeah. in Modesto. Right. Right? Yeah. And where he lived was right across the street from the warehouse. Right. So w- it, it wouldn't have been until the Facebook era popped off that you and I really reconnected. Right. And then when we start doing this podcast, it was just something I thought about after the party. I drove home and went, I've never partied with Savage like that. And I've never seen Savage, you know, have a few and have a good time and get a little tipsy and get a little silly. And you're absolutely right. You mentioned to me that when you drink, you're already sociable. You're already friendly. You're already over the top. And it's like a superpower. You take it to the next level. You do. Yeah, it was like, it was like, man, Savage is a good dude. Savage is a loving dude. Savage is a friendly dude. And Savage loves his friends. Well, after some trulies, and that shit just went to the 10th power next level. You were like telling people you loved them and hugging them. And, and the love was everywhere. It was a love fest, man. It was a great time. But I drove home and was like, why have I never done this? And I'm like, oh, because we kind of parted ways, remained in contact. But it wouldn't really be until the Facebook era where we really start connecting again, connecting again. And then you came out to my second wedding. Um, and then we reconnected to do this podcast. But we were always commenting on each other's shit on Facebook and sharing different albums that we were into and talking sports. And and it turned into this. But yeah, man, and in almost 30 years. And, and uh, that was the first time I ever partied with you, man. So first of all, I don't get tipsy. I get awesome. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second of all, I spelled tipsy A W E S O M E. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you spelled that right. Yeah. I, didn't I, write the nitpick I went slow and really thought about it, man. I was nervous there for a minute. Uh, second of all, one of my biggest problems is now, and I recognize it and I try to adjust accordingly. Yeah. Is you've heard the mad cyclone, you've heard uh, the Mariposa Mauler. Yes. Right. You've yeah. heard me. Talk about how I used to party like a rock star. Yes, I have heard these stories. And when you are drinking that much, yeah, you build up a tolerance. Sure. Right? Absolutely. 
My problem is that I have the physical capabilities uh-huh. to still drink like that. Right. But my tolerance isn't as high. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I can pop them down easy. Yeah. Right? But then if your tolerance isn't that high, whew, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like that, you're gone, man. Yeah, you're gone. yeah. Absolutely. You know, one truly, two truly, three truly. Four. And those things would go down real smooth. Yeah, I could they're see. alcoholic soda, dude. Yeah, that's dude, what it is. That's what it was. That's why they're so delicious. Yeah. Why I enjoyed and, them. And yeah. so going into that event, I was like, "Look, man, I'm gonna have a couple drinks. I'm gonna make sure I drink some water. I'm gonna do this, you know, make sure I eat, you right, know, right, so right. that I'm having a good time. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna have a, I wanna be awesome. Yeah, but I don't want to get too much. Yeah, and I didn't. No, no, had, oh, no, 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 not at and all. Even yeah. at the end of the night, like I was just, I was just. Like, my buddy Kevin came by, but he didn't get off work till like, 8. Oh, okay. So, like, by the time he got there, like, I was like, if I would have been done mm-hmm. around 7 or 8 and just been done, yeah. it would have been great. But I, like, tried to hang on for him, you know what I mean? Yeah, So yeah, then, yeah. like, I'm out more tired and I'm drinking more. And sure, sure, sure. Right, I got Yeah. So, so anyway. Uh, but, great yeah, party. man. Great party. Great party. Oh, Shout out to the Lodi Goddess when you're the single soul lady in a group of a bunch of dudes. And uh, she was awesome. What a, what a great lady. And just uh, that that can be difficult. And she did not seem to have any issues with that at all. She was just one of the guys having an amazing time eating. The food was amazing. The people were amazing. Uh, the, the cornhole was amazing. The drinks were amazing. I had a great time, man. And that was just something that came to my mind as I, as I drove home. Curiosity, quick question for you. At that party, were any of those people co-workers or were those just all friends all friends not out from outside the work yeah, yeah. okay i wasn't i drove home and went because I, I, I don't think i went to your office once so like you said not a lot of people there yeah. so uh, yeah okay gotcha so i sent messages to everybody that came thanks for coming yeah yeah, yeah. good time if Absolutely. They didn't, you know or, or they messaged me and i just responded so sure i text uh, the load i got us and i said hey uh Thanks for coming again. Hope you guys had fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I sent her uh, this picture we took, which came out really nice. Yeah, no, that picture was awesome. Um, and she said, "So much fun!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation! Thank you for the invite. This was our first party since the lockdown. It was wonderful. Oh, yeah. And so, like you said, she was the only girl. Yeah, that, that was can here. Be tough. Yeah, absolutely. Especially and, and, around dudes, playing sports, drinking. You know, like right? yeah. And, and 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 I think it just speaks to the quality of people I try to surround myself with. Right. Right. Like, and not all of those guys were connected. Some of them were. Some of them weren't. Like, yeah, like yeah. Lodi Goddess and, and my boy Tony, aka the caramel, uh, the caramel camel. Right. Yeah. Doesn't know most of those guys, right? right? But then you know, Lauren from State Farm was here. That yes. plays Sapo with. You know, Chatter Patter. Yeah. Uh, you know, my boy Bobby Barbacoa was here. It was so awesome the to meet coldest, these people that know. I've heard so much about. Yeah. I've heard all these nicknames. It was awesome. And what I loved is they were finally connecting my face to the voice. Right. So it was really cool to see them. They go, hey, this is my homie Billy, you know, or D- this is DJ Billy A. And the, I'd see the wheels going click, 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 click. Oh, okay. Like, I dug that. Like, that was really cool. I felt like they were kind of meeting a celebrity for the first time. Like, it was really, it was a great feeling, man. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Did you want a picture? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, but that was, it was really cool to see them look at me and give me that little stare for a second. Like, this is the dude I've been listening to for three years. Like, oh, this is him. Like, now I hear it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So it's a great party. No, it was Just a good time, man. Something I thought about, like, as long as you and I have known each other, I have not partied with you. Like, well, you can go check that off your bucket list. Yeah, done. I didn't, and, and, and it was ne- worth, well worth the wait. Ne- next, next time we'll party with a symphony. Oh man, 
Let's do it. Yeah. That would be amazing, man. Let's suck it, Wu Tang. Yes. So, moving on, you said that you had something to talk about as far as the Black Widow movie. I do, and I'm curious about that. Well, let me tell you something, Bill. Please. I am petrified. Okay. And why is that? I'm curious. Well, We've been waiting on this a long time. We sure have. So the buildup now at this point uh-huh. is through the roof. It is. And I have said multiple times, yes. Marvel has not let us down. Yes. Marvel does a fantastic job. They Everything do. that Marvel touches seems to work out. They do so good. Yes, yes, yes. All true. That being said, I am afraid that after all of this time, what if this movie's not that good? That's a that's a legit concern, man. I mean, um, like if this had come off the heels and we got it two years ago or last year. Yeah, right? when was this? It was, it was supposed, supposed to, to be drop in May, May twenty twenty of, of the quarantine. Yeah. Okay, so we're well over a year, right? Now. Yeah, right. It, maybe this isn't the. You know, it comes out and it's good, but it's not great. But it's setting up something, and we get to see Black Widow. So right off the heels of Endgame, so it feels good, and maybe we like it more. And then we roll into Wandavision, and we roll into Winter Soldier, right. Edward, and we roll right. into Loki. Yeah, and right, and then nothing else gets pushed back, and it's just not that big of a deal. Now we haven't had a Marvel movie in a year and a half. Correct. This is what we've been waiting for. Yes. So expectations to me are through the roof. Right. Not just for me, I think in general. For the for the population right? in general. And, and we've yeah. been we've been delaying. We've been pushing it back. Like I don't even know what to expect with this movie. Yeah, it's an origin story. So we're gonna learn why Black Ido, Ido? why Black, Black Widow is Black Widow. We're gonna learn what I think how she became and what 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 made her the way she is. I will say this. They've released kind of a new trailer in anticipation for for the the release finally happening in July, and I and I dig the new cut. The new trailer is amazing, um, but I hear what you're saying. This could become the uh, Mount Westmore of movies, like wait, 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 hype, 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 and then we get it and go, oh, that's it. Like I hear exactly what you're saying, but I think the flip to that is them dudes from Mount Westmore have let us down in the past, and Marvel really hasn't yet. So with Marvel's track record, I'm gonna say, and this is just me making a prediction, at worst, at its worst, this movie will be good. You know, we'll be like, good, entertaining, enjoyed it. Not the greatest Marvel movie, but definitely worth, you know, going to the theater and checking out. I was pleased. I don't foresee us walking out of there going, what a hunk of shit. Cause have we ever done that for a Marvel movie? No. And, and I, yeah. and I really don't, I mean, I love black widow. Yeah. She is, she has a, she doesn't have a massive role. No, but she's been part of, oh, like but she's been so part and she's had some, some real zingers. She's in one of my favorite. No, not one of my, she's in my favorite Marvel movie. Which is uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, the second of the Captain America trilogy, which is my favorite Marvel movie. She's a big part of that, and I love that movie. So, and she's in uh, the second Iron. She's involved with the Iron Man movies. So she's always there. You know, I had this discussion with my supervisor at work, Ryan, who was like, "I don't get Black Widow, and I don't get um, oh gosh, I can't remember his name, Hawkeye." They have no powers. They're just regular people. 
Why aren't they dead? They should be killed the moment they get out there and start fighting with aliens. They have no reason to survive. And I'm like, I know, dude, I get what you're saying. He's just got really good aim and she's a spy. But it's a comic book, man, and it's fun. And despite all that, I still love both those characters. Hawkeye's not my favorite, but I still... The Avengers wouldn't be the same without them. I think it gives them a human element, right? Absolutely. So if you're Thor and Hulk, they ain't got nothing to worry about. But these people got a little more at stake. They're just badasses. We, we, We got Clint on his farm with his wife and his kids. And she's making hot dogs, and he's teaching yeah, yeah. one of his daughters how to shoot an arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That human element that you don't get with Thor. You know that, Thor ain't dying, and the whole game no, dying. That but, you yeah. don't get with Doctor Strange. Like you, like they're they're. It's different. Like this is the Black Widow and Hawkeye are the closest to us. Yeah. That in the in the in the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. Stark is a billionaire. We can't associate. We don't. He's you know, smarter than we'll ever be, richer than we'll relevate, ever be. You know, and he's got a suit that. The won't only thing him I have in confidence with Tony Stark is his confidence. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. That is it. You're confident that you love his confidence. Yeah. I like that. I I'm like confident, that. and he's good with the ladies too, Savage. And uh, hey, we just talked about you know. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that, uh, I think, unlike the DCEU. Also, my phone would disagree that I'm good with the league. Yeah, I hear you what you're saying. Cold streak, bro. Unlike the DCEU, where we have been let down with movies like Batman v Superman and uh, the second Wonder Woman, um, where we have reason to be doubtful, I'd say the worst movies in the Marvel use cinematic universe are, are the the first couple Thors and I watched both of them and was I didn't walk out of the theater going like oh awful I just went good you know not not great yeah but but passable you know fine like I still like the character of Thor I you know but and then and then you come back to like even if you didn't enjoy it or you didn't think it was the best Marvel movie it was still connected and important for where we were going Correct. Like you needed to know something in that movie. There's things about both of those Thor movies that I absolutely love that make that like in the second Thor movie when the mom passes, you know, and how emotional that is. And and Loki's relationship with Thor starts to grow a little bit more in that one. And you see them as brothers and not just adversaries. So there's things that still work. So I will say I get your fear because of the buildup. And I and I feel and and that's all it is. is the build. It's the build. Yeah, I, I get that. But I think until Marvel gives us a, a a dud, like a stinker, I think we're good. I really do. I think we're all right. I think we're going to be okay. And I mean, I know trailers don't always tell the whole story because a movie can have a kick-ass trailer and suck, but the trailers are pretty damn amazing. And I, and, I, and I get that some people are unrealistic sometimes. Sure. Like I had tons of people just tell me they hated Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. I a enjoyed lot, it. A yeah. lot. Like, I was very entertained. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how you don't like that. Not the best. Again, not no. the best out of the, out of the 10 or 11, 12 years, whatever it is, but... No, but, like, yeah. literally, like, if you were like, you know what, Sav? When we're done, I feel like getting pizza, and let's watch Captain Marvel. I'd yeah. be like, okay. 
Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. I'm in. Any movie that opens up with somebody falling into a blockbuster, you know, like I like not a blockbuster. No, they they that that whole sequence where she she falls to the roof of that blockbuster. It's so 90s. And I mentioned in the last episode, my favorite band is 311. There's a scene where she's talking on a payphone, and there's a 311 poster in the background. So that movie, they nailed the elements of the 90s so well in that movie. She walks out. Of the blockbuster, the security guards in his Toyota Corolla or yeah, whatever. Dude. Got his headphones on and he's like <laughs> Yes. Hey. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like it, and, and isn't there a radio shack in it? I don't know. Yeah, they, yeah. There's radio shack. Like yeah. this I mean No, yeah, absolutely. If yeah. so at best, the worst Marvel movie is still a pretty good movie. hundred like, percent. Yeah, any movie that somebody says, I, I very rare to hear somebody go, I just and hated that movie. Like you just don't hear that. I've never said it. So anyway, that was my that was my Black Widow comment thought process. Okay. Right? You know. Yes. I mean? Yeah. And I tell you what, in the new trailer, I don't remember the actor's name. I think it's David Harbor. He's from Stranger Things, and he's playing like the Russian Captain America, basically. I think it's her dad. Is it her father? Okay. Yeah, well, in the new one, he throw. They've got him actually throwing a shield in the new trailer, which I had. I don't think I'd seen, or if if it was, I missed it in the other trailers. So he literally is the Russian Captain America. Captain like, Moscow. Yeah, or so I don't know what his name is. Uh, you know, my buddy Kelly from work, who's big into Marvel, knows everything, knows his name, knows the origin of his character. But so clearly, if that's her father, then she comes from a historic background because you can't beat a Russian Captain America and not have some kind of power. So maybe we're going to learn that Natalia has more than just spy skills. She might have some strength, extra strength or something. I don't know. But I'm on board, man. I'm ready. You and I, we've talked about this. Our, our fans of the 209 know that we're, we're 100% pro-Marvel and, and, and so down for this. Like, um, ready, man. I can't wait. Can't wait to sit in a movie theater with you again, my friend. I hope you and I are able to link up and, and catch this in the theater and then review it on the show, man. I'm, I, I'm so excited to have movie theater popcorn and a large Coke Zero and have them lights dim and those trailers come up, man. Oh. I'm with you, man. By the way, it's Alexei Shoshkatov. Okay. That's who David Harbour plays. Okay. And do they say his superhero name? Like, is it something like the Russian star or something? Yeah. He's got to have something. That's a mouthful. That's not going to look good on the cover of a comic book. (laughs) On (laughs) series two, episode six. Alexei Shoshkatov (laughs) takes on Iron Man. Who are you? Alexei Shokshatov. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna fly well when he's trying to nab bank robbers. Uh, Red Guardian. There it is. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on board, man. I can't wait, and I get what you're saying because sometimes when there's unnecessary hype for something, I'll watch it and be disappointed, but then go back after the hype dies down and be like, no, that was really good. I just my expectations were way too high for it. So. I get, I get where you're coming from with that, man, but I think we're good. I think we're going to be good on this one. The trailer looks incredible. so, And I'm excited for it, man. But, yeah, I can't wait. Uh-oh. Hmm. Have you done now? You did it wrong. I know. I don't growl well. That's your, that's your ballpark. <sighs> nice. That's it. Why must you be hard-headed? <laughs> arr, arr! Yes, sir. What up, Big Mars? Yeah. <sighs> so now, 
We are going to be digging I'm in. Sorry, Bubba. <laughs> We're going to dig it. You know, my wife made fun of me the other day. I'm doing a video for the 209 Till Infinity podcast for Instagram. And I'm like, what's up? What's up? You know, I'm holding my phone up. What up? What up? What up? It's your boy, DJ Billier. And check out the latest episode. And we're going to talk about this and this and this and this. And until next time, we'll see you in the 209. Peace. And I go click and I go, hey, what's up, buddy? What are you doing? I start talking to the dog and she goes, how do you go from like, yo, 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 what up to peace, peace, peace to like, hey, buddy, I love you, buddy. Like, you know, go into dog voice, you know, and she's like giving me a hard time. I'm like, hey, shut up. <laughs> you you want to know why? Why? Not to Amber specifically, yeah. but just for me, right? Yeah. Is like, I will stone cold. Yeah. Slice a motherfucker. Yeah. And then be like, hey, mamas, what yeah. are you doing, mama? <laughs> hey, papa, what are you doing? Just, dude, these, these aren't pets. You got to go potty, mama? Yes, you do. That's how I do it, too, man. Bitch, I, I will stab you. Yeah. Ha! <laughs> Who time? Yeah. yeah, man. So, yes, we we got um, the long-anticipated, long-waited, debated, last, final album from DMX, Darkman X, Earl Simmons, um, and this was a big deal. Obviously, it would have been a big deal no matter what, but it was an even bigger deal because he passed, unfortunately, before the album was released. Um, and uh, you know, you're our you're our resident DMX guy. You're the you're the, and I'm I'm a fan, but kind of more came aboard late later. to the game, late to the game, but loving it regardless. So glad I came on board before he passed and really got a chance to appreciate it and and give him some flowers before that happened, but. Um, what did you think, man? What did you think? We've had quite a bit of time now to sit with it, listen to it, um, reflect on it. Uh, so I'll, I'll say this, man. Um, so DMX passed on April 9th. Right. Uh, we talked about it on an episode. Mm -hmm. Um, DMX was one of those guys that for me, I mean, you know, and we talked about it on the episode that. Guys were Jay-Z guys or guys were Biggie guys. Right. I was always the DMX guy into the point where when he, oh, here's a new one. <laughs> What's going on? What does that mean? <laughs> My brother's FaceTiming me. Oh, really? In the middle of our hey, podcast? Let's, nice. Let's answer this and see if the audio works. <laughs> oh, it hung up. Oh, ah, man. We were so close to having something amazing there. I wonder what that's going to sound like. I don't know if you guys can hear the ringing. Like we heard the ring. I don't know if yes. you heard the ring on the podcast. Yeah. So. We almost had a guest on today. I mean, I can try to call him back. Let's see what happens. Hey, why not? At this point. Yeah. At this point, we are already derailed. Yes. Let's get let's get old uh, young little bit on the phone. Let's find out what was so damned important. Yeah. Let's see what's going on. Welcome to the 209 to Infinity Podcast. Yes. Yeah. This is a historic moment. Hey, what's going on, man? Welcome to 209 to Infinity Podcast. Good to be here. Good to be here. Hey, uh, I hope the audio works uh, because you are literally connected as we are recording right now. Uh, so uh, there's DJ Billier in the house. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I can't complain. So you can hear him. I hear him. So maybe it's going to work. Yes, let's hope so because yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we got a full house right now. Got Lil Bit, a.k.a. my younger brother, Brian, on the FaceTime. 
Oh, uh, Avery's in the house. Yeah. He does a hell of a dinosaur impersonation. I can only imagine. Yeah. You're not a little boy if you don't love dinosaurs at one time or another. It was funny. My brother was talking to me yesterday. We were talking and he was like, somebody would be like, hey, are you at home right now? And uh, literally in the background, you can hear one kid screaming like he's being murdered. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Avery running around like he's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm home. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> As someone with multiple kids. No, I'm at I a library. Relate. Yeah. 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 100%. So. Hey, hi. Uh, hi, I'm Scott. Oh, Avery, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing, buddy? Nice looking pajama jams. Nice. Just rocking those. Uh, was there anything important, Brian? Just calling to check in, say what's up. Oh, what's up? And would you like to comment on the new DMX album? You know, with two kids running around, I haven't actually heard it yet. Well, tell you what, you Understood. can listen to the podcast, <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Maybe that will inspire you to listen. That will inspire me to listen. Excellent. Uh, so uh, thanks for checking in. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, why don't I give you a call back after the show? Sounds great. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll find out if it sounds great. Yes, we're gonna, this will be interesting, man. <laughs> we might have to bring you back. It's the first time anybody's tried to FaceTime me during the show so it was kind of funny we were like what is that noise yeah <laughs> and i was like oh it's my brother yeah uh, and if it works maybe uh we'll have some guests yes we'll and start if, facetiming people and if it doesn't work this is gonna be a really weird it's segment. gonna be a real weird editing <laughs> yeah. just us talking and nobody can hearing you yeah yeah so. absolutely all right man. thanks for checking in we'll talk to you soon all right bye later man bye. so that was interesting there you go at first all you need is a cat suit uh, where was I? Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you I, I told DMX you to the guy. point that when EM, DMX passed, like, I had literally, like, people reach out to me, like, yo, you good? Like, I like yeah, I was, yeah. when they thought DMX, they yeah. thought Savage. Right. Which, to me, I thought was awesome. Yeah. Like, when, like, like, it would be like if something happened to 311, the first person I reach out would be like, yo, Bill, yeah. you good, bro? You like, right, I know that's hard, man. Like, yeah. I know that you were a 311 person. Oh, yeah. Like, if LL Cool J dies, I might have a hard time. Yeah. Like, I, we and was, we've talked about that. Yeah. Like, somebody like Robin Williams was hard, but then, yes. like, certain people are a certain way, and you're like, man, this one is, whew. Yeah, I'm not going to, I don't know what I'll do if I lose Uncle L or, like, if Snoop passed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's next level shit. Well, like, that's I, I more do, than I, just an artist. That's somebody I've had in my life. For, I'll tell you this. I, I hope that you have to deal with it someday because yeah. that means he's older than you and he should pass before you. Yeah. So I hope, but I hope that you're like 86. Good point. Yeah. Let's let L is healthy, man. When so. I'm like, hey, Bill. Bill. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me turn my. Bill. Oh, there you are. Sorry. Yeah. You all right? Good. You good, dude? Uncle L. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. Who is this? My Uncle Earl's not. Yeah, no, you know, like, yeah. Who's yeah. Uncle Earl? Yeah. I, I don't know why I say, slowly <laughs> slid into Shaggy right yeah. there. Yeah. Zoinks. Like, hi, Scoops. Yeah. Like, Zoinks, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he passed away, DMX. Uh, and then uh, as stuff started coming out after he passed, that's when the news broke that he had been finishing an album and the album was done. Right. And correct. so like we, we did, I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. Like the only thing that we knew was like, 
we were like, yo, I hope he gets back in shape. I hope he gets back on top. You know, like cause him and like Snoop were talking about it on the versus and like, yeah, like he was like, yo, I'm coming back. I'm doing, you know, I'm psyched. Like, and he was getting back into it. So yeah, yeah, he was preparing um, for a tour and yeah. an album release. Yeah, know? yeah, and it had and, been. What is it? A seven or eight year gap from the last time he ever released an album? It's somewhere in that ballpark. Huge gap. Yeah, I believe it was seven years, if I remember reading correctly. So this was a very big deal from the the very first artist to ever have two number one platinum rap albums in the same year, and to have sold out crazy tours and to be part of the Rough Riders, which was an insane group with Eve and Drag On and uh, Swizz Beats and The Locks, like just. He was in this incredible tangent of insane artists. They had this moment and this movement that was just incredible. So it's a big deal that we were getting this album at this point. And it looked like he was going to turn it around. Like this was going to be his moment where he he brought it all back. And uh, Six years, by the way. Six years. He okay. dropped Redemption of the Beast in 2015. Yeah. Redemption of the Beast. Is that what it's called? Correct. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean... This was a huge, huge, huge deal in the world of hip hop. DMX just wasn't like a a one and done, like a couple of hits and a, and a massive tours, multiple platinum albums, tons of hits. He's got a greatest hits with a shitload of songs on it, man. Like this, this was an artist who touched a lot of people because I think they could see themselves in DMX. They could see the fact that he was this dude from the streets and this thug and kind of this hustler, but at the same time he was struggling with issues with uh, addiction and struggle and, and wanting to be a man of God and wanting to better himself and wanting to be a good father. So he just touched a lot of people. So this was a big deal. There, there are certain people who are famous. Right. And there are certain people mm -hmm. Who are icons yes he's an icon yeah hip-hop okay. icon for sure absolutely movie star right like he like there are certain guys that like take their stardom to the next level yes right dmx jay-z ll snoop dog will smith ll cool j yeah ice will cube. smith ice cube yeah. the, the next level of being famous to the point right. where like like when you do something people who don't who aren't fans of your music are still paying attention because you Absolutely. do other stuff uh, you're a brand right at that point you're not just dmx the rapper right it's and there's dmx the brand right and they're the brand absolutely and there are people right so ice cube is huge jay-z is huge ll cool j is huge right like i would say ll cool j is bigger than ice cube and jay-z because of the different markets he touches. Yeah. My mom knows who LL Cool J is. Not because he's a rapper, because he's on NCIA. He comes right. into your home once right. a week right. for an hour. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think Snoop's the god of all of them. Because Snoop... Dude. Martha Stewart. Gr grandmas know who yeah. fucking Snoop is. <laughs> who doesn't love Martha Stewart? People go... People see him and they go, Hey, that's the guy from the Tostitos commercial. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. You mean Snoop Dogg? Murder was the case? No, the, the queso guy. Yeah. I, the queso dip guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? You know, the guy that's done less fucking prison time than Martha Stewart. Abs it's the dude from the Icy Hot commercials. Right. I can relate to that. I got yeah. back issues. Yeah. The old sciatica's firing up, and he does the general insurance. Right. You know, and, like and so a lot of things, and I want to, we're obviously going to touch about the album, right? Yeah. But I saw the coolest video, dude. Like, 
they do this thing where it's like a bunch of people they sit in a, a room and they tell stories right right and it's like uh so like lebron james was in there uh kevin garnett another guy i didn't know that was a like i think a major music producer guy jay-z somebody else right oh yeah this is lebron's hbo show where yeah. they sit in the barber shop yeah, and yeah. they just talk right. it's a great show with hbo max if you haven't checked it out check it out it's a great show did you do you know the clip i'm about to talk I about do, i do yeah go right. for it it's so, a great story right. though. so so yeah. so jay-z's like he's talking about dmx yeah and he goes earl's about to come out right yeah. and uh he going he goes on before me and uh the lights go dark Mm -hmm. and he gets on the mic and all the, the place is dark right the place is right and he's going before me and and, and he gets on the mic and he goes <sighs> just growls yeah the place goes fucking crazy erupts erupts yeah. insane yeah right just goes crazy he rolls out there he does right he's just going off right the place is going crazy the guys are going crazy everything is hyped up right he does the first half of this show with his shirt on then halfway through the show he tears his shirt off right, right. so now the girls are fucking going crazy the place is insane yeah. right like the, the guys are hyped the girls are going crazy the, the whole thing's going nuts like the place is insane it is rocking right and then like just when he's about to be done. And I'm like, all right, I got to follow this, man. Are you kidding me, yeah. right? He stops and does a prayer. Now the entire arena is fucking crying. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I got to go on after this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. and I just thought that was the perfect example, the perfect story that kind of encompassed DMX, man. Because the thing that drew me to DMX when I was younger was the growling. The anger, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 hard, like that's me. That energy, that energy, like yeah, right, yeah. like I just like moth to a light, dude. Yeah. Like I just was DMX. Yeah, that yeah. was the thing I loved about him, right? But then as I became a more seasoned hip hop listener, a more seasoned fan, right, the stuff I started to appreciate as I got older was also the sentimental stuff, right. One of my favorite songs that he makes or that he has is called The Rain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Now I know only I can see the rain. Mm -hmm. And it's an emotional song. Yeah. Right? Not the, uh, you know, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about killing people because he does that too. Right? So it just, I thought that was the best story to me of how he kind of encompassed who DMX was as a guy. Right. And every album has a prayer. Yes. And he's constantly talking, you know, here and there about the Lord and, you know, his connection with that to the point where, you know, we talked about it after the verses, you know, he's a certified uh, man of the cloth, like he's a, right. a pastor, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so he constantly does prayers and stuff like that. So this album comes out and just like I'm sure you do, the first thing you do is you look at the track listing. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Just like. Because that's that old habits die hard. The first thing we do, we get a CD, we turn around, look at the back. Of course. What are we dealing with here? Yeah, yeah. Who, Who we got here? Yeah. Oh, shit. Two shorts on a song. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's got greaves on here. Like that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, and then, that's just what we do. It's, right. it's track list and then a quick skim before right, a full say, list. What do we got? We got Riff Raff, Trash. Oh, cool. Cook Up Boss. Motherfucker. Yeah, damn it, man. Yeah. Well, we got a problem here. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so the first thing I did is I look at the track list and I was like, Yo, 
There's some fucking heavy hitters on here. Oh, absolutely. Heavy hitters. It's an all-star. Right. All-star lineup. We're yeah. talking Jay-Z. Yep. Nas. Twice. Right? Nas twice. Nas twice. Yeah. Alicia Keys. Yeah. Bono. That's insane. That Bono. Was, yeah, from you too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Dude, crazy. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Right? And that's just that's just the heavy hitters. That's not Little Wayne's right. on Little there. Wayne, like regardless of how you feel about him, that's a heavy hitter. Yeah, oh, 100%. Griselda, right. who's massive right now. The Locks and yeah, Swiss Beats. Of course you're going to have that on there, right? Yeah, Swizz is like his Dr. Dre. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Benny the Butcher. Yeah, that's the Griselda Conway team. the Machine. Yep. West Side Gun, which yep. you did the video to that beat, which is insane. God, that beat's crazy. Right? Shout out to Swizz. That beat's one of my favorite beats of the year, I think. Usher. Yep. yep. Right? Just heavy hitters. Yeah. Right? And I'll be honest, one of my favorite tracks on the album has a feature that I don't even know who the dude is, and I really dig it. It's Moneybag Yo. Yes. And I don't know who that is, but he kills that track. And you know what's interesting about that track is that's the only thing about the album that changed from before DMX Pack. Because this album was done prior to DMX passing. It was in the books and going to come out. But the original feature was supposed to be Pop Smoke. And Pop Smoke was murdered. And so they needed to finish Pop Smoke's album to put it out after he passed. So they needed that verse back to put onto his album to finish it. So they're like, we're not going to use a verse that's already been used. So they had to go scramble and get Moneybag Yo to fill in for the Pop Smoke verse. And I don't know if that happened prior to DMX passing or if it happened before he passed. But yeah, that's the only thing where the album changed because that was a big deal that Pop Smoke was going to be on there because he was murdered and it was going to be a big thing. And another thing that I absolutely love about this album, and this is a product of me being older. Yes. Is that absolutely love that he's got his youngest son on there oh it's that skit is great yeah when when he says well first of all the skit when he sees his dad on the tv he's daddy that's my daddy that's my daddy touching man done man yeah and then you know when he does the little prayer before the song with him and nas yes uh, walking in the rain yes look over mommy look over daddy yeah yeah i just to me like especially like like that would be cool but the fact that he's gone now yes. and he's got that, like, I just, I love it. And it's just emotional savage, mm. you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't give a shit about that if I was 25. Right. But right, me right. being in my 40s, like that means something. Absolutely. So, so. For sure. hundred percent, man. Yeah. So, so my answer to your initial question is I fucking love this album. Okay. Um, I, most of the tracks, there's not very few tracks that I go by. Now it's very short. In yeah. the sense that I listened to it twice on the way down here to brush up for the podcast. Two, I went through it two times fully on the way here. Um, so the song "Bath Salt" with Jay Z and Nas uh-huh. is great. Yeah, I love the beat. Yeah, uh, I really like the Little Wayne song. Yeah, I'm not a huge Little Wayne guy. I could live without Swizz Beat on the hook, but other than that, I do like that song. Right. Yeah. Uh, I already told you I like the Money 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 song with Money Bag Yo. Uh, yes. I think the beat is great mm-hmm. um and that to me is the first time i get for me like the other song like you got features so this is like a feature song you get like a verse or whatever that money 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 song to me is the first one where i get raspy angry dmx i was gonna say that's 
one of my favorite songs on the album as well. It, and I think because that feels like a DMX song to me, that beat him on the hook, his energy, that feels like one of the few to me up tempo numbers. That's the classic DMX. Like, I don't feel like we get a lot of that money, money, money track sounds like it could have been on it's dark and hell is hot or flesh of my flesh and blood of my blood. I don't think we get a lot of true traditional classic DMX moments on the high energy stuff. Um, but, uh, but that is absolutely, I agree. One of my favorite tracks on the album from the beat to his, to his, uh, hook when he says, you, you, you know, the, you know, the streets are packed with killers, but the jails are packed with snitches. I just love that. I love that line. And his verse is crazy on that. Um, and yeah, the money back yo feature ain't bad. I don't know who that dude is. I'll be honest with you, but he, he does his thing on that. It, and my fe- my thing with features that I people I don't know yeah. has been and will remain the same. Uh-huh. If you don't do anything uh-huh. that makes me want to change the track, yes. then you're doing your job. Right, correct. And that's how people become people to me. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there was several times where, like, I've gone back to listen to albums before mm-hmm. and not realized... That this person that I actually love now right, right. was on that track. Because they were nobody back in the right. day. Yeah, yeah. Like, one, a perfect example yeah. is, uh, and I'm literally, oh, uh, Tech Nine, all sixes and sevens, which just had its 10 year uh, yes. reunion, which we had talked about on the uh, Instagram. Yes. One of the most famous Tech Nine tracks of all time is Am I a Psycho? Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Who's on that song? B.O.B. And? Uh, is that Kendrick? Hobson. Oh, that's right. Hobson's on there. Kendrick's on a different track. Right. That was pre-Kendrick blowing Hobson. Up too. Yeah. That's right. Hobson's on that one. I'm a we've talked about Hobson. I'm a yeah, huge yeah. Hobson guy. I've yeah, listened yeah. that song a thousand times. Right? It's one of the best songs. If you said, hey, if you were to list your top five songs that people do in person, Tech Nine and the Strange Music Crowd doing I am a psycho. Am I yeah, a psycho? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is a great fucking feel. Sure. The place goes nuts. Oh, yeah. Right? I totally did not realize, put two and two together, that that verse was Hobson, and that's who Hobson is. Dude, that album, all sixes and sevens, and we're getting a little off track, but like I said, Kendrick Lamar's on there, and that was way before Kendrick Lamar was a household name. You also got Yellow Wolf on uh, on the, the, the Worldwide, Worldwide Chopper. Chopper Yellow right? wasn't Yella yet at that point, so. But he kind of was, and he I'll was tell you why. Way. I'll tell you why. Everyone else has like a 30-second verse. He goes. His shit's like 75 seconds. Yeah, he, he like goes. goes, man. He goes in, but he hadn't he hadn't Which the, means he had some kind of pull. He was he was doing his thing, but he's not he's not where he was now. Oh no, 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 no. That album's phenomenal, man. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying though. So the next two tracks to me are maybe the best. On here to me is Hold Me Down with Alicia Keys yes. and Skyscrapers with Bono. Yeah. Uh, just, I and, and to me, these are tracks that are are glorified or um, increased in amazingness because he's gone. Oh, correct. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like they're, emo- they're emotional. They're emotional. They're right? songs coming from his inner spirit and soul that are just dealing with his life and what he's been going through and... There are, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh, nitpick, Scott. I could really do without the stick-up skit. But yeah. yeah hey, guess what, man? We've talked about this. If you're going to like rap, 
You're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. it, it is intros, what it is. outros, and skits. They're not going anywhere, unfortunately. I'm right. not sure why they feel they need them still, but they do. Yeah. And I tell you what, like if you gave me this this list before the song, before it came out, yeah, I would be surprised. But the Snoop Dogg song is not one of my favorites. Interesting. It's okay, really I got a I got a reverse tell you take on that because yeah. I don't like the beat. Oh man, I love the beat. Yeah, the beat sounds not good, like not clear. And I understand oh, really? that's why they do it. Yeah, it's kind of the thing. Like you I know, like sometimes you have yeah, yeah. you have the um, you know when like. People like there's a guy I can't remember who it is right now. They purposely put in the sound to make it sound like it's vinyl, so it's cracky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that's that's a thing that people do now. Sure, but if they don't do it right, it can make the song sound like shit. Uh huh. I don't like the way this song sounds. Ooh man, that's one of my favorite tracks on the album. I think that beat, the drums knock with that smooth R and B vibe, and then you got Marvin Gaye on the. Uh, I skipped I skipped the Hood Blues song, which is cool, but it's uh, the beats ridiculous good. Um, but it's, it's a, one of those. It's a Griselda song. It should be on Griselda's album. It doesn't yeah, yeah. feel like a DMX track. Right. Yeah. It's not a bad song. Oh the no, beat's great. not at all. I don't switch. I don't. It's the first time I went. Okay, I get why people like this. These Griselda dudes. Like I haven't really like been on board with Conway the Machine and all those guys. Like as a group, as a collective, they're on Shady Records. Is Griselda? I haven't gotten it until this song. I'm like, okay, I get it. These dudes are that New York grimy hip hop that we grew up on. Like. Like, you know, they're, they're bringing that back. And they, yeah, but it feels more like a song for them than a DMX song. Uh, the next track is Walking in the Rain mm. with Nas. Um, um, Exodus, which is his son, is talking on it. And then Danon, yeah. uh, which is probably my favorite track on the album. It's a great song. I'm not sure. It's, yeah, yeah. it's up there. It's a great one. Uh, then the Exodus skit we talked about where he's, I probably sees his daddy on the TV or something. Right, right. So this good. Is a, this is a skit I co-sign yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah, like, yeah. The, like doing a fake stick-up skit and shooting guns or like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't need that. But this is real. Like there's been, we've talked about, there's skits occasionally that we'll run into sure. that we're like, oh, I'm down with that. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. Or that's creative and fun. I don't pass it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then letter to my son with Usher, mm-hmm. where he's talking to his oldest son, mm-hmm. uh, which I absolutely love. I think it's great. Yes. And uh, it's, again, one of those songs where if he was alive, like, it'd probably be cool, but I feel like it means more now that he's gone. I can, I have to wonder what his son thinks hearing that now. Right. Like, oh, I can't even put myself right. in the kid's shoes. He's not a kid. It sounds like he's a grown man now. In his 20s, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I can't imagine what it must be like to listen to that now, knowing he can't reach out and call his father. Because yeah. literally in that song, DMX puts his cell phone number in the verse. He gives the number and goes, call me, son. Like, I want to talk to you. Like, I don't like the shit you're doing. I know I fucked up, but call me, dude. Here's my number. Let's talk. Right. And, uh, and I, I thought it was interesting they left it in because he's that's he's gone. Yeah, so yeah. Sure you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna get a hold of him now. Yeah, but clearly. I hope but, he doesn't answer. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a little weird, but I mean, I just I try to put myself in his son's shoes, and I can't even begin to fathom what that must be like. Like to listen to that in hindsight, you know, looking back, going, he's not here. I can't call him. I I don't imagine he can even listen to that song. Maybe one listen. But I don't imagine he'll ever listen to it until years down the road when he's after some therapy, maybe. Like, I can't, I can't even imagine. Uh, and then in classic DMX style, he closes it out with a prayer. He does. Yes, he does. It sounds live, too. The prayer sounds like it's live somewhere, yeah. like it, which is cool. I like the vibe on that. Uh, uh, my So my overall take is I'm, I'm very much like the album. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is. I thought it was great. I thought they did a good job mm-hmm. of um, of um, incorporating. Like he's like he's one of those guys. Like Snoop is a. Here's that song you were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about with Snoop. This here's what I like about it. It's so smooth, but those drums slap. And it's Marvin Gaye, like it's just. And you get two verses from DMX on this song. You get a first verse, then Snoop, then a second verse, where there's only two or three tracks where you get two verses from DMX. Like he, it's a little light on DMX for being a DMX. Well, that's what I was gonna say. And I think that we're a little bit spoiled in the sense that Tech Nine is an anomaly. Snoop Dogg is an anomaly. Most of these 50-year-old guys aren't putting out the quality that they used to. Sure. So I, my, I tried to keep my expectations, especially after the 2015 release, yeah. where it wasn't as good as it could have been because DMX is like, there was some stuff that was good, but then there was a lot of stuff where like, all right, man, you're an old guy. Like I could tell. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like there's times where, I've talked about this. Like part of the reason that forty has slipped in me in my in my personal book is because he just like I like he'll put out an album and I'll be like, "Cool, man. The, some of the beats were good. Some of the stuff was stuff cool." But then like there's like thirty percent of the verses that I've heard him say on other albums, sure, other tracks. When like, you go that he's regurgitating with a catalog, stuff. he's running out of things. Yeah, yeah so, I get what so, you're saying. So I thought they did a good job of not trying to force it to put extra stuff on there if it if it wasn't there no absolutely and also i don't know if the album was completely done 100 like there was nothing that was going to be done swizz beats swears it was he did a promo he's been pushing this album hard and i've seen him in three or four different interviews on radio stations and and podcasts where he says this album was done in the can complete there was nothing thrown on after the fact no features added only thing that changed like i said was the pop smoke thing because they used his verse he said this album was completely finished and would have come out this way regardless of him dying and that's probably my biggest beef with the album i'll let you finish and then i'll go in with my problem with the album like it's and it's it's slim but i'll let you no go ahead uh, my biggest problem with the album is if that's the case, if this was a an album that DM and he says DMX was in the studio with all the other artists. He only there was only one artist he didn't meet when they featured together. He worked with all the artists. He was present. He was in the studio. He was involved. He was hands on and had this album finished before he died. If that's the case, to me, this album doesn't feel that way to me. This doesn't feel like a DMX album to me. This feels like an album featuring DMX. Um, like I said, you only get two, three songs where he does more than one verse. You only get one or two tracks where he does a hook, even. like, um, And so that's probably my biggest problem. And that doesn't mean that the album's not good. There are plenty of compilation albums where a bunch of artists get together and they decide they're all going to work on tracks and you'll get the same artist on multiple tracks. And it's an amazing album. I look at the chronic as a compilation album, like doctor it's a Dr. Dre album, but that it's really about Snoop and Daz and corrupt and Nate dog and Warren G like, so that's, that's my biggest beef with this album is that this is not in my eyes, 
even though I've been told that DMX was involved and in hands-on and that this album was done prior to him dying with all the features and with the lack of second verses and with almost him being on almost no hooks, it doesn't feel like it wasn't put together after he died. It feels like, yo, we got to bring in like, like they, that third album they released for Biggie where it has 15 features on every track. Cause they were running out of Biggie verses. That's kind of what it feels like to me. Does that mean it's a bad album? Not by any stretch of the imagination. I just told you, I listened to it back to back twice on the way down here. I think the production's good. I think the features are top notch. I think the verses we get from DMX are good. I was blown away by the Bono. I was, I've never considered myself a U2 guy. That was the song. I thought this is going to be corny. There's no way in hell this is going to work. Uh, that's one of my favorite songs on the album. He, it, 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 that song to me is so good. And it's not because of DMX, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking, yeah, we yeah. talked about icons. Yeah, Bono's yeah. beyond an oh, icon. He's a, he's a, he's a mega star. Yeah. I mean, he'll go down in rock and roll hall of fame. Like, yes. I mean, he's so soulful on that and his lyrics are so good. It shouldn't have worked and it did. But, um, I feel like to me, the money, 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 bitches, 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 you know, that to me is really the only like true DMX song. And he comes in and murders that verse and I just don't want it to end. And there are several times on this album where I feel like he's just getting started and it stops. And that's probably my biggest complaint is that if you look at, if you go back and listen to, and then there was X or it's dark and hell is hot or flesh of my flesh and blood of my blood or year of the dog. He just puts in so much work, like, you know, like two or three verses and he handles the hook. And when there's a feature, they're limited features. Like it's usually his crew. So to get this album where it's a superstar on every track and sometimes you get Nas who's on there twice and he's not handling the hooks, but for some reason, Swizz Beats is who I love Swizz as a producer, but he needs to lay off the, like, come on, who let the dog out? Like, really? That's what we're going to get on a hook? Like, love. I like Lil Wayne on that song. I like that beat. I like, I like, um, I like DMX, but we could do better than Who Let the Dog Out. And also on the other, the very first song he's on with the locks. Oh my God, the locks murder that song. But to me, that feels more like a locks track that should be featuring DMX. Uh, but really, uh, What's the, it's just another dog chorus from 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 Swizz. I don't remember. Uh, what is it? You where my dog at? You my dog now? You my dog? Whatever he says, right. it's like not great. Like, but mom, oh my god, the locks murders it. DMX murders it. But there are so many songs on this album that feels like a lock song featuring DMX. The Griselda track feels like a Griselda track featuring DMX. Like. There's a lot of moments on this album that felt Bath Salts feels more like a Jay-Z song to me featuring DMX. Does that make it bad? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. It's just that unfortunately we were robbed of DMX and I've really just gotten on board with really respecting and enjoying DMX. So I, uh, I wanted more. And, and if that's the worst thing I can say about an album is that I wish I love his hooks. I mean, come on. Where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? Or X gonna give it to you, gonna give it to you. Or I'm slipping, I'm falling, and I can't get up. He's a hook master, dude. And we just don't 
get enough of that from him. And I, I get it. He's 50 and he's older. We can get a second verse. After six years, you telling me you ain't put the pad to the pen and, and have enough to give me at least a couple more tracks with a second verse, man. Like I know, but I just, I just wanted more. If that's the, the negative for me for this album, I want more DMX. Not really a critique. It's a good album. But it just doesn't, there's not enough DMX to make it feel like a DMX album. It just feels like a compilation album featuring DMX. Right. Well, I'll tell you this before we get out of here. Uh, I absolutely do not believe by any stretch of the mean uh, or... Uh, of the imagination. Of the, of the imagination that this was done before he died. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or... Or the other caveat to that I would say is this, is maybe he figured out he was going to die or he was going south uh -huh. and they started to push stuff yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was going to get, he was sick. Right. Um, I don't know the truth. Maybe Swiss is telling the truth. Maybe I, DMX completely signed off on this. Yeah, yeah. There's really no way to know. No, absolutely not. Unfortunately, no. But yeah. the vibe of the entire album yeah. feels like... A post DMX right. album. Like, yeah. this is like, he passed. This feels like some sad music, a little bit of regular DMX, but like kind of everybody throwing in verses because to honor him. Yeah, like Nas twice? Twice? Like, that. when does that happen ever? Have you ever seen Nas pop up on somebody, not that I can remember, two times? Right. Like, Nas is a fucking legend. Like, so I, I, I know I, DMX is too. I don't believe that. I feel yeah. like this was either towards the end or it was just like, it doesn't matter at this point. Right. That's yeah. what I feel like. Right. But to be said, if I'm right about that. Yeah. And this is what we got. It's pretty damn good. It makes more sense. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, overall, I like it. I enjoy it. Uh, there's very little about it that I don't like. Yeah, it's um, good. And uh, it's it's been in pretty heavy rotation for me. Yeah. Um, it, pretty much 90% of the last three weeks uh -huh. has been me bouncing, been bouncing back and forth between this and Mudmouth. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. That's it, man. It's, it's good stuff, yeah. Uh, so, uh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let DMX and Bono take us out. Let's do it, man. It's a beautiful song. All right, man. Uh, so, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank of you for uh, everything. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the 209 Pod Squad. Um, I'm hungry, man. I am too. I'm ready to eat. You yeah. should eat and watch Captain Marvel. <laughs> and Mercy has just been active, so I think she might need to go out back. So. Yes. Uh, so until the next time, we will see you guys in the 209, and peace. Peace. Closer to God, but closer is hard to be attached to
Red. Cool.